Section 19 of Talks by Abdul Baha given in Paris by Abdul Baha Abbas, translated by Lady Sarah Louisa Blomfield. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Talks by Abdul Baha given in Paris by Abdul Baha Abbas. Section 19. Concerning Body, Soul, and Spirit. 4 Avenue de Camons, Paris, Friday morning, November 17th. There are, in the world of humanity, three degrees, those of the body, the soul, and spirit. The body is the physical or animal degree of man. From the bodily point of view, man is a sharer of the animal kingdom. The bodies alike of men and animals are composed of elements held together by the law of attraction. Like the animal, man possesses the faculties of the senses is subject to heat cold hunger thirst etc unlike the animal man has a rational soul the human intelligence this intelligence of man is the intermediary between his body and his spirit when man allows the spirit through his soul to enlighten his understanding then does he contain all creation, because man, being the culmination of all that went before, and thus superior to all previous evolutions, contains all the lower world within himself. Illumined by the spirit through the instrumentality of the soul, man's radiant intelligence makes him the crowning point of creation but on the other hand when man does not open his mind and heart to the blessing of the spirit but turns his soul towards the material side towards the bodily part of his nature then is he fallen from his high place and he becomes inferior to the inhabitants of the lower animal kingdom in this case the man is in a sorry plight for if the spiritual qualities of the soul open to the breath of the divine spirit are never used they become atrophied enfeebled and at last incapable whilst the soul's material qualities alone being exercised they become terribly powerful and the unhappy misguided man becomes more savage more unjust more vile more cruel more malevolent than the lower animals themselves all his aspirations and desires being strengthened by their lower side of the soul's nature he becomes more and more brutal until his whole being is in no way superior to that of the beasts that perish men such as this plan to work evil to hurt and to destroy they are entirely without the spirit of divine compassion for the celestial quality of the soul has been dominated by that of the material if on the contrary the spiritual nature of the soul has been so strengthened that it holds the material side in subjection 
then does the man approach the divine his humanity becomes so glorified that the virtues of the celestial assembly are manifested in him he radiates the mercy of god he stimulates the spiritual progress of mankind for he becomes a lamp to show light on their path you perceive how the soul is the intermediary between the body and the spirit in like manner in this tree the intermediary between the seed and the fruit when the fruit of the tree appears and becomes ripe then we know that the tree is perfect if the tree bore no fruit it would be merely a useless growth serving no purpose when a soul has in it the life of the spirit then does it bring forth good fruit and become a divine tree i wish you to try to understand this example i hope that the unspeakable goodness of god will so strengthen you that the celestial quality of your soul which relates it to the spirit will for ever dominate the material side so entirely ruling the senses that your soul will approach the perfections of the heavenly kingdom may your faces being steadfastly set towards the divine light become so luminous that all your thoughts words and actions will shine with the spiritual radiance dominating your souls so that in the gatherings of the world you will show perfection in your life some men's lives are solely occupied with the things of this world their minds are so circumscribed by exterior manners and traditional interests that they are blind to any other realm of existence to the spiritual significance of all things they think and dream of earthly fame of material progress sensuous delights and comfortable surroundings bound their horizon their highest ambitions centre in successes of worldly conditions and circumstances they curb not their lower propensities they eat drink and sleep like the animal they have no thought beyond their own physical well-being it is true that these necessities must be dispatched life is a load which must be carried on while we are on earth but the cares of the lower things of life should not be allowed to monopolize all the thoughts and aspirations of a human being the heart's ambitions should ascend to a more glorious goal mental activity should rise to higher levels men should hold in their souls the vision of celestial perfection and there prepare a dwelling place for the inexhaustible bounty of the divine spirit let your ambition be the achievement on earth of a heavenly civilization i ask for you the supreme blessing that you may be so filled with the vitality of the heavenly spirit that you may be the cause of life to the world
the bahais must work hard with heart and soul to bring about a better condition in the world november nineteenth how joyful it is to see such a meeting as this for it is in truth a gathering together of heavenly men we are all united in one divine purpose no material motive is ours and our dearest wish is to spread the love of god throughout the world we work and pray for the unity of mankind that all the races of the earth may become one race all the countries one country and that all hearts may beat as one heart working together for perfect unity and brotherhood praise be to god that our efforts are sincere and that our hearts are turned to the kingdom our greatest longing is that truth may be established in the world and in this hope we draw near to one another in love and affection each and all are whole-hearted and selfless willing to sacrifice all personal ambition to the grand ideal towards which they strive brotherly love and peace and union among men doubt not that god is with us on our right hand and on our left that day by day he will cause our numbers to increase and that our meetings will grow in strength and usefulness it is my dearest hope that you may all become a blessing to others that you may give sight to the spiritually blind hearing to the spiritually deaf and life to those who are dead in sin may you help those sunk in materiality to realize their divine sonship and encourage them to arise and be worthy of their birthright so that by your endeavor the world of humanity may become the kingdom of god and of his elect i thank god that we are at one in this grand ideal that my longings are also yours and that we work together in perfect unity today upon the earth one sees the sad spectacle of cruel war man slays his brother man for selfish gain and to enlarge his territories for this ignoble ambition hate has taken possession of his heart and more and more blood is shed fresh battles are fought the armies are increased more cannon more guns more explosives of all kinds are sent out so does bitterness and hate augment from day to day but this assembly thank god longs only for peace and unity and must work with heart and soul to bring about a better condition in the world you who are the servants of god fight against oppression hate and discord so that wars may cease and god's laws of peace and love may be established among men work work with all your strength spread the cause of the kingdom among men 
teach the self-sufficient to turn humbly towards God, the sinful to sin no more, and await with glad expectation the coming of the kingdom. Love and obey your heavenly Father, and rest assured that divine help is yours. Verily I say unto you, that you shall indeed conquer the world. Only have faith, patience and courage. This is but the beginning, but surely you will succeed, for God is with you. End of section 19